Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the South Park unofficial after show. My name is Phil Svitek. I've got Tony B. Tony, a.k.a. Anthony Becerra, and Christian Blatt. Now, you may remember us from the AfterBuzz TV days. And if you do, you're wondering where is Steph Sabra? Now, if you don't remember us from the AfterBuzz days, you're like, what the hell is going on? Well, we will talk about the South Park vaccination special. But real quick, Steph Sabra, for those of you aware, is like our Kenny. And so we just wanted to work out our bro-ship issues without Steph Sabra. You know, we didn't want to subject her to some of the stuff that we're going to talk about tonight. And also, it was Steph's birthday, the, the day that this vaccination special aired. Coincidence? You tell me. So without further ado, though, Christian, what did you think of this <laughs> vaccination special? Well, look, in the, let's see, in the last year and a half, we've gotten two hours of South Park, uh, and uh, it's not nearly enough, but uh, it does make you really appreciate when you get it. I think there was a lot of great stuff, as always. They reference all sorts of things going on in the news, uh, and I think it also is going to act as a, as a very like hard reset for South Park, because I feel like wherever they're going next, it's definitely going to be tailor-made for people who haven't watched in like 15 years. You know, the fact that we get so far back, we get back to like before the fourth grade years at this point, you know, before Mrs. Chokes on Dick, like that's how far back we're going with having Mr. Garrison and Mr. Hat, you know? So uh, from a longtime fan of the show, it's very interesting what they did. And then for somebody who just likes to laugh, what's going on, uh, and, uh, it's good to know that our bro ship isn't the only one that has struggled during the pandemic. Yes, indeed. Well, hello children. Tony, what did you think? I thought it was pretty great. I really enjoyed this special. I thought it was, uh, I thought as crazy and kooky as it got, it was a bit more grounded than the pandemic special. And I kind of appreciate it for that because it was like, it was focused on these four like central characters of uh, Kyle, Stan, Kenny, and Cartman, and it just it just kind of felt like a return to, return to form, you know. It's it's it was, it was good. I really enjoyed it. I I think they, you know, to me, you know, South Park has always been kind of like a reflection of the absurd absurdities of our society, and uh, they 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 freaking nailed it again. I thought it was great. Yeah, I mean. Uh... So I guess you guys are you guys are harping on the old. So let's talk about the old. You know the good old period jokes, sexist jokes, um, you know things of that nature. Obviously, we get Mister Hat back. Uh, in some se- uh, sense, Mister Service is like the new age Mister Slave. So yeah, curious from your perspective of like what was like the the old nostalgia versus the new. You know, the uh, only thing missing was uh, Kenny didn't die and get eaten by rats, you know. Uh, But I think that it's the, you know, they clearly have to do something with Mr. Garrison because he's not president anymore. And I thought it was a good way to just have him come home and address the changes in the character, but really just trying to get him back there. I think that that's the biggest bit of nostalgia is, is really, you know, resetting the character of Mr. Garrison. Everything else is kind of uh, about the same as it's been the last few years. Uh, I would say 
a that's a minor complaint. There was also absolutely no Heidi, which it, it hurts me because she's so smart and guys, she's so funny. So and, funny. Uh, it hurts. It hurts that we didn't get to see her. She's but her uh, yeah, I think. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that would either that or she sat on a ketchup packet. Either either way, though, same difference. But uh, I think that uh, there were definitely, you know, for long-term fans of Trey and Matt, there was, you know, when they were going through all the Hollywood luminaries, there was like the poster from Basketball. That made me laugh because uh, <laughs> it, it also made me want to stay up late and watch Basketball, which I still might do tonight. But, uh, you know, I think that, uh, you know, there's a, lot of the, there's a lot of those little moments that were a reward for those of us that have been with them for I don't even know how long it is now. 25 years. Yeah. Uh, no Terrence and Philip though. And for those watching on video, you think this is wine. <laughs> Go ahead, Tony. Okay. So I can't, I can't say, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I can't say I'm not a, a full like diehard South Park fan. Um, but I, I remember growing up and seeing some uh, late night episodes on like channel nine, you know, so I, I do I do recall I do I did notice some um you know when the, they kept coming back to the Walgreens line and you mm -hmm. saw like Jesus in there and then you saw like the the classic aliens and stuff I was like oh that's pretty great um so I enjoyed that and I enjoyed the uh like the classic uh the classics like uh school schoolroom hijinks with the whole ketchup bottle and stuff yeah it kind of felt like uh, Matt Matt and Trey were kind of telling the audience like hey we're kind of returning. Like things are things are returning back to normal, or slowly but surely are returning back to normal in the real world, and also in this show, we're kind of we're kind of bringing it bringing it back home. Like we've kind of we've explored certain options in the in the previous seasons. Um, like I like that they still kept like Casey principle, but it's like it's more like they're they're bringing it back home to like the, the classic South Park style, and uh, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, to Tony's point, you know, seeing Jesus, who I hasn't been on in a while, but really, you know, it was it was like a, a Sergeant Pepper's album cover of just like how many they just crammed everybody in there. There, you know, there were so many characters that you know didn't even have a line of dialogue, but it was like you saw so many of them crammed in a few different times, and uh, I thought that was fun. You know, it's a uh, it's nice to get some reminders. And I and and look, even though we've seen him recently. Anytime I see Tally, uh, it just reminds me that uh, he's the worst character ever, but he knows it. Uh, well, him, uh, obviously, Mr. Hankey. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, all the all these characters. Um, I, I did like the the underpants gnomes. Um, yeah, that was great. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> we're essential. Um, yeah, I, I thought those were all little good touches and things of that nature. And and kind of in a sense, it reminds me of you know you just at the end of the day even like from the opening card, you can't really cancel South Park, right? And what, what I love about South Park, and we'll talk about this as far as uh, QAnon and kind of uh, that goes, but everyone in, in a weird way interprets South Park to be like for themselves, no matter what their beliefs. And, see, and it's like, see, see, South Park gets me. And it's like, they, what, what pe I don't know, it's just interesting to me, like South Park shits on everybody equally it's an equal opportunity um offender in that sense so you know i i just find it very fascinating that people like think that the show does have a certain viewpoint other than <laughs> that it just doesn't give two shits about anybody and so seeing that opening card of like you know essentially like calling themselves out of like yeah go ahead and try and cancel us 
in a sense, when we talk about the old and the new, it reminds me like I, I, pretty much this past week, right? Within the seven days, uh, like Jen. Uh, Gen Z's tried to cancel Eminem and I'm like bro they've been trying to cancel Eminem since his first song <laughs> like we've been there tried that it doesn't work you can't cancel Eminem and it kind of to me it equates that to South Park of like you just it's so heinous and offensive that you can't you know it's untouchable yeah I think you can only get canceled when you first go out and apologize for something I think that uh you know, there there are the people who are have proven uncancelable because, you know, look, South Park has, you know, they've uh, not by their not by train match choice, they've taken episodes out of circulation, like the you know the ones where you can see the Prophet Muhammad, uh, but that's just more out of uh, you know Comedy Central, just like we don't we don't need these kind of headaches, you know. So, uh, I think that you know, that, that more deals with censorship than anything. And, uh, and those episodes did at least error originally, but I think that you're, you're not going to be able to cancel them for anything that they do on this show because it is South Park. It has been on so long. And yeah, I think Eminem is a great comparison. It's like a part of people's lives for so long that what people loved about Eminem, you know, when they were 15, now they're like, oh, I realize I'm not supposed to think that that's cool or that's funny anymore, which probably there are people that are the same way about South Park, but, you know, they probably shouldn't be watching it. You know, if if you're going to be uh, if you're going to be offended by anything that was uh, in, especially in uh, last night's Q special, uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know why you're trying to watch it. You know, that that, that was a fair I thought it was a fairly unoffensive episode in, in south park terms there's plenty of stuff in it but you know there's so much more that they've done in the last few years that you know the stuff where you're like jesus or as mr slave would say jesus christ <laughs> absolutely <laughs> i agree with you period tony anything to add <laughs> uh, yeah i mean i have to agree it is it's so it's something that's been so ingrained in our culture and like from the get-go, they were unapologetic, you know, from the get-go, they were so over the top and absurd and playing into like heightening the absurdity that they saw in, in what's going on in the world. And it just always worked for them. It just, it, it kind of like, they're like, no, this is the truth. We're just showing you the truth is it is a little heightened, but that's what makes it funny. That's what makes it a very like potentially offensive to a lot of people but also it's it's kind of like on brand for them it's like no we we didn't make this show to make you feel better or make you feel comfortable about certain things we made this show it's like it's kind of like we made this show just to share how we see the world and um and like just take part of how we see it and if you agree with it or if you don't agree with it, it doesn't matter because it's not it's not for us it's it's for it's more just like a reflection overall. And then you'll take that reflection as you see. It's pretty cool. It's kind of like a, like a Rorschach, te- Rorschach test in a sense. Yeah. No. And um, so, so, I, I really enjoyed it for that reason. So let's get into those specifics, right? So obviously um, the show kind of opens up with the mainstream media uh, trying to shove down our throats that we should get vaccinated. 
um, which is the biggest bullshit I've ever heard of, obviously. 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 Um, and so, yeah, let's talk about this idea that, uh, you know, who's essential, who's not. Uh, club Walgreens, the, the hottest club. I, I love the, um, you know, <laughs> that sounds, you know. And of course, like, of all people to, like, have to try to bust in and be brainwashed because he's a sheep, uh, Mr. Mackey. Um, (laughs) And the fact that he tries to be a firefighter and, you know, all all these different things. Um, Firefighter Ted. (laughs) Yes. Um, Yeah, let's, uh, you know... um, it's kind of one of those things like uh, obviously like all as, as of now, like all we're hearing is like vaccine vaccine, but yet still, um, I don't know, at least in California, it seems relatively, it's, it's weird on some sense. Like for me personally, it's hard to like try to figure out how this all works, but then conversely people who have no business getting a vaccine, they're like, yeah, I got a vaccine. I'm like, how, how, so um, I'm just kind of curious of how it tied, you know, real life events to this. Well, uh, you might not know this, but uh, Tony actually has all three. He has the Pfizer, the Moderna, and the Johnson and Johnson. And, oh, uh, right Johnson. Now, actually. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're all in here uh, right now. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, look the the sort of you know non funny real world answer is that like all these places have people who just don't show up. And they have to throw them away at the end of the day. I know a lot of people who just from waiting, uh, you know, uh, it's like, well, we've got, so we've got like a hundred left over. Uh, and then they give them to like old people first and then they give them to, you know, people who deserve them. And then it's like, all right, we got 20 more who doesn't deserve them. And then people raise their hands. They're like, all right, come get it. So, uh, you know, it's not a great system, but uh, for people who are out of work because of the pandemic, it's not so bad. But uh, I think that not literally the Walgreens. Uh, it's sort of like figuratively, though, if you have people who are like, well, when do I even get in the line at the Walgreens to wait? You know, like when, when you know, how far away is my turn? And, and like since the pandemic special or sorry, the, uh, the vaccination special aired uh, literally earlier tonight, you know, the plan is that everybody will have at least an appointment by May 1st. So uh, that's sort of your answer is, you know, like what, six, seven more weeks. But uh, the idea that people, you know, have gotten it already, people are like getting together because it's like, oh, yeah, I got my second dose. So uh, should we uh, should we go to the bunny ranch outside of Las Vegas? I mean, you know, I'm trying to think of what's the least sanitary thing you can do. Uh, So. I think that they really, you know, they play it. I, I don't know. Do you guys, do either of you know people who are like, I don't care. I am not getting that thing. Uh, because uh, I don't know those people, but I know they exist. I know some uh, anti-vaxxers. Yeah. It's, but see, I know people that aren't anti-vaxxers, but I, I think being an anti-vaxxer in general is is incredibly dangerous. While I disagree, anyone who says, Oh, you mean that shot that they didn't even test for, you know, six months before they started giving it to people, the shot that didn't exist a year ago? Uh, yeah, I don't trust it. Uh, I get it on this one. Uh, but I don't, I don't, I think most people are like, they know it's like, well, if you want to, yeah, at some point, if you want to get on an airplane again, you're going to need a shot. 
if you uh, you know if you want to go to Dodger Stadium, you're going to probably need a shot. If you want to go anywhere, you're going to have to prove it. And uh, I'm like, all right, that seems like a, I, I'm I'm all right living in that world versus the one we've lived in for the last year. Yeah, I mean, how are you going to spit in Tony's mouth if you don't have the vaccine? Which, by the uh, way, was I, a great little touch to the episode. That was fantastic. Yeah, that yeah. was so great. <laughs> Look, we can't, we, you know, the three of us, we can't wait until we can start spitting in each other's mouths again, you know? I know. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I've been asking myself, will I ever get to spit in one of your guys' mouths again or, or receive? You know? Yeah. Some, sometimes I just spit up in the air and I try to catch it with my eyes closed, pretending it's one of you guys spitting it's in not the uh, It's not, it's not the same. It's not the same, but you know what? It's sweet. <laughs> I think it's very yeah. sweet. Yeah. Um, I don't know any anti-vaxxers myself personally, but I, what does kind of, what I can hearken or talk about is what frustrates me in a, per, in a personal experience. And I try not to let it get to me, but when I think about it, it really frustrates me. Where It's like, I, my dad, who is, um, you know, he's diabetic. He's going to dialysis three, three days out of the week, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. And people he was told me like oh yeah people are getting the shot but only people who are 70 and above and he right now is 60 years old and it just kind of annoys me that's like dude he's right there like like you know he's 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 leaving the house not because he wants to but because he has to to get dialysis and granted it is a, a very secure facility and they you know they, they 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 sanitize everything at least i hope you know that's what i hope for doing their job their their part but it's like it's it's frustrating to 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 hear that and then i see my friend uh, a friend of mine on snapchat she goes oh i'm getting my first dose of vaccine i'm like you work at like a car like body shop like how are you getting it and she's like oh i lied and i said i'm i'm in the, i work in agriculture and that's where i'm like oh okay that's so cool, i guess there's a solution you. doesn't your dad shouldn't your dad lie and say he works in agriculture well, my dad doesn't work at all. See, that's, <laughs> that's, that's even better. Well, yeah. see, you know, there's the other part is that your dad can wait in one of those lines uh, for the, you know, for their, them to not have any shots left at the end of the day. But to your point, yeah, I think by going into whatever this facility is, you feel like that's somewhere that they should have some. Maybe not the first, you know, month or so that the, the vaccine was out there, but uh, by this point, they should. But I know what you're saying. I mean, uh, I I have to take my daughter to the children's hospital in L.A. for checkups and various meetings and things. And the first time I went, it was really nerve wracking. And then you kind of get used to it because, you know, they just the protocols that are in place. But ultimately, you just have to have faith. Like, yeah, let's just assume that they clean these things. And uh, yeah, it, it's uh I think that uh, Trey and Matt definitely focused on the fact that uh, it's not a fair system. Uh, but if the system portrayed in South Park were accurate, where they just gave it to all the old people, you'd be like, yeah, I kind of get that. Sort of lame for people that aren't old, but that's not what they're doing, you know? And it varies by state. Like in New Jersey, they give it to smokers. Uh, (laughs) I love how they they highlighted that. You know, I I, I smoke. And and uh, while I think it's flawed logic, you would understand that they would be more susceptible to any sort of, you know, anything that impairs their breathing. So you could see that they would be at a high risk. Now, I don't know that they should be ahead of, say, like Tony's dad, but I could understand giving it to them. And then, you know, what is it? Like 78% of people who've been hospitalized for it are uh, overweight or obese. 
Okay, so that's something else to factor into it too. And uh, I, I think that the, they really do a great job uh, in this show, in this South Park, just, uh, you know, making, making us think about like, oh yeah, the, the whole thing is messed up. And uh, the, the people who are getting it are being rewarded for not having anything better to do than, than just <laughs> go around. You know, it's like, it's like trying to get a new pair of Air Jordans or, you know, get, uh, get like uh, concert tickets when they go on sale or, you know, whatever. You know, it's just like the people who have the time to really dedicate to it. Uh, that's what we need to have. Like, you know, you, just now as I'm talking about this idea of getting the Air Jordans when they come out, you need to figure out like vaccine bots that you can just program and like, you know, just figure out how to grab a bunch of appointments for your friends, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I did think that's why like Mackie was to me the perfect character. Like not, yeah. me, not since like in Sheep Shin have we like dived into the <laughs> psyche of, of Mr. Mackie. And like, it's true. When he just goes completely AWOL of, you know, I'm 50 years old. I could fucking die from this shit. That was great. <laughs> You know, yeah, hit a whole level. Uh, the one kind of failure of this episode, although because I think in part because he wasn't in any real danger of having to get vaccinated, was Cart. Cartman's, yeah. You know, we've certainly seen him be an anti-vax. I thought I thought that was a kind of missed opportunity. But again, he was not in any real danger of anyone. No, and, and honestly, Cartman was pure Cartman in this episode. I mean, you know, from. Uh, the amount of problems that he caused and then realizing that he could sell the, uh, the vaccines for $2,000, uh, I thought, uh, was great. Uh, I thought that, uh, that, uh, uh, I almost called him Craig Scott Tiedemann is his name, right? I thought he really got to shine in this episode. And, uh, you know, it's good to see that he, that somebody understands the truth and it's Tiedemann. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, let's speak. Let's talk about that, right? That's a big point of the episode. Um, Miss Nelson, you know, she had her period. Obviously, there's no denying. Obviously, obviously, out of her butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gross. Where it comes from, right? Get it together. Um, (laughs) The way I understand it, yes. So, (laughs) so of course they they need a replacement, and who better than Mister Mackey? And this is perfect. Uh, So many like just amazing jokes, like the, the little girl midway through of like. It's, I forget how she said it, but it was just so on point because she's like saying all these things and it's, it's clearly uh, our president, or it's, it's, it's the person who's still president and was, un, and was, was wrongfully impeached or some bullshit yeah. like that. Yep. Uh, but yeah, was, yeah, that's exactly though, yeah, what she said. It was like our, our savior who's still the president and was wrongfully impeached, but like because of the little girl voice, it's hysterical, yeah. And, you know, I, I thought one of the things they do such a good job of like bringing to light all these social causes, right? So like the fact that Mr. Garrison is going through the food mart or whatever it is, and he's like, "What? Why is everyone staring at me? Is it because I'm gay? Is it because you've never seen a gay teacher? What? Am I I'm the only one brave enough to go actually teach your damn kids?" Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, you know, so just kind of flipping and twisting it all on its head. I I, I thought. It was, you know, as you, you mentioned it, Christian, but um, it was a wonderful way to, to bring back Mr. Garrison and utilize him. And I thought even PC principle of like, we can't have anyone here who's identified as president before. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> I thought that was great. Yeah. 
you know, because yeah. yeah, he's identified as as a gay guy, as a woman, like all all the things Mr. Garrison's been through, like especially for those that that aren't aware, like it's just been all these things of all things, you know, the one thing you identified as president. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let's let's dive into just Mr. Garrison in general, and that'll lead us into QAnon and all that. I yeah, you, like, I thought, go ahead, Tony. Oh, I just love how he like showed up through the bus, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm back. Like things are gonna be good." And then he's all like, "Oh, do you have any? Do you have any? What was that? Do you have any bags?" And he's like, "Oh, I got a lot of baggage." <laughs> and I was yeah, like, oh, that's that was great. Great way to start start his entrance, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I loved uh, uh, Mr. Service. It was <laughs> very, it was a great callback. And, uh, I think that uh, it. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's a very important character in the show. I mean, outside of the four kids, he pro- he clearly has the most power on the show because he's able to negotiate with show business, and they were trying to you know keep him out of it. So I thought it was, uh, I thought it was great. And then just sort of dealing with the fact that they did have Mr. Garrison, you know, uh, as Trump essentially uh, over the last five years and uh actually dealing with the consequences of it and just really diving into to QAnon I thought was great and you know Phil I know you shared an article with us I think that's uh, probably worth you uh explaining uh how it ties into this and I don't want to steal your thunder sure um but I'll, I'll kind of quickly pause just a little bit on it but but I do so tying this in right it is interesting how Mr. Garrison like in hindsight, it's almost looking at like, uh, you know, certainly some people will say like Bush. In hindsight, it, you almost kind of fit a narrative like Bush wasn't that bad compared to Trump, right? So, but the, so the reality is like Mr. Garrison is like the world's worst teacher. You want someone teaching your kids? I mean, the, the dude had a gerbil up his ass, right? <laughs> you remember all those episodes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like comparatively. You know, compared to like the lunatics of, of QAnon that, that eventually come in and, and tutor the kids, it's like, yeah, Mr. Garrison ain't that bad. And so, yeah. um, you know, to the article that, that Christian's referring to, um, I got it from the New York Post and whatever else. So, I, you know, take it from, from a grain of salt. But it is believable in the sense that uh, a lot of people who watch South Park, you know, that were QAnon members, they, they actually were pro-South Park because they thought, South Park finally, as the mainstream media was bringing to light, uh, you know the issues of at hand, you know of the um, cabal of the the Hollywood elites that want to eat our children for the uh, what was that the uh, that that one uh, chemical. I well, I, I also thought it was great. Was uh, you know like oh wait do. Uh, Obama and uh, Biden drink the same blood from, you know, or, or do they have the different child. kids? <laughs> yeah, the same yeah. child. And yeah, I thought, yeah, no, I mean, I think from from a, a Q standpoint, uh, they probably appreciate it. It's like, look, they're saying what we actually believe, which is, again, how many of us learned anything about Scientology was from the, the Trapped in the Closet episode where they, it flashes on the screen. This is what they really believe. And it is also how I learned about the Mormon faith from uh, how, you know, the things that they really believe. So uh, trade matter always helping us understand things better. And obviously it is done in a way for comedic effect, but it's like they're getting their ideas out there. They're telling you 
you know, uh, you have high profile people. You have, you have Louis Farrakhan telling people not to take the vaccine. So you have people who are trying to tell you not to take it for whatever reason. And uh, they're at least highlighting that those beliefs are out there. And uh, uh, I think uh, it, it's all very funny. And, and of course, it all comes back to the whites, which uh, was actually something I hadn't thought about in a while. Uh, so You forgot about the was, whites? No, 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 no. I just, look, I'm colorblind, all right? I don't see things that way. So I don't see the whites as any more important as anybody else. But, you don't see the tokens? Uh, I Oh, I mean, I I only see the token, but uh, no, I thought it it was a great way that they balanced all of it. I I don't, I I don't know what you think, Tony, but that's that was that was my thinking. I I thought it was a great callback with the whites. (laughs) I thought it was a very great kind of like a chudo chop. It's like, hey, it's only boom. These people who kind of still believe believe in this stuff. Um, And what do you mean these people? Oh, <laughs> that I mean, the, 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 this family, right? So this family uh, called the whites yeah. that believe in this stuff. Uh, the, the 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 little the little girl definitely stole every scene that the whites were in. By the way, she's fantastic. Yeah, I love how too when they go to like the underground uh, QAnon base that the whites have in their basement, and it's like you see the bear guy who rushed the who rushed the capital and everything. Yeah. I thought that was fantastic. The, <laughs> The the QAnon sh- uh, shaman is that guy. Uh, oh my and, god! Uh, yeah, that is and, and, oh my god! Yeah, that's I mean, what he's known as. And his his defense, legitimate defense in the real world, is Trump made me do it. It's like I was just doing what he told me. So uh, it, uh, it 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 eats into the uh, the argument that uh, you know, well, look, these people were. Uh, I, I didn't tell them what to do. And uh, I guess Mr. Garrison did. So, but yeah, the fact that they actually had, you know, they had that guy in particular, I thought was great. And then the 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 woman tutor, you know, who just uh, the information that she's sharing, it's like, I don't know. It looks like a lot of our Facebook feeds, really. It's like the people who share these articles where they're like, they don't even try to endorse it. They're just like something to think about. And I'm like, there's only one thing to think about. It's that you're crazy. And uh, I'm glad that you're, I'm glad that, that we know this now. So I, you know, make sure that I'm never alone in a room with you. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, well, I guess three things. I have two legitimate things, that, but I'll start with the non-legitimate thing. Please so, always start with the illegitimacy. So our friend, um, the audience probably won't know him, but uh, our friend Ian Kaiser uh, we'll just call him Ian for short. You don't really need yeah. to know the backstory of Ian, but he he is of the belief that uh, I, I don't even know what his belief is. But when 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 the lasers beamed Garrison and Mister Service and Mister White to the tundra, he didn't. He doesn't think that those were, they were just lasers. Now I'm of the belief those were Jewish space lasers. Yeah, clearly, no, hundred percent. 100% Jewish space lasers, yes. Okay, so so Christian is on my side. Tony, do you believe those lasers were Jewish space lasers, or as Ian will say, they're just lasers? So I went pretty in-depth with this. I, I did a freeze frame. I did a zoom in to the lasers, and they're actually made up of a bunch of uh, microscopic red uh Jews. Star of David's. <laughs> <laughs> so they're 100 <laughs> percent 
<laughs> Jewish slaves. I agree with you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, that's that's uh, that that is a, uh, a a firm belief about the Jewish leaders that uh, a uh, currently sitting member of the House of Representatives, Marjorie Taylor Greene, has talked about the Jewish lasers in the past. And space uh, lasers. I think it's not the Jewish. It's Jewish space no, lasers. And the Jewish space lasers. I think in the story they were utilized by the uh, by the, the by show business by the creators behind the show who wield all the power. And Mr. Garrison is bartering with them. Uh, so basically, Trey and Matt somehow have access to Jewish space lasers. So uh, I thought I thought that was uh, it was all very funny. Wait, I am genuinely confused. Is there, a, is there like a belief about actual Jewish space lasers out there? A hundred percent. Like, not joking <laughs> no. around. There's a belief, no, wait. There's the belief was, in the Jewish... I didn't know you guys yeah. were playing a... a, a wait, Tony, what? Tony, are you not aware of the California fires? Yeah, that's oh. what started the California fires was the Jewish space lasers. I can't, I can't with this. Wait, what do you mean? You can't, I, I know, like, it's it, what a crazy no, world no, we live the, in that there's Jews look, the that tr- control space this lasers. This is news to me, guys. I, I'm legit, look, like, have I'm it, so the, the, the first time that the truth is pulled down in front of you, it hurts, but uh, it gets easier to understand. Uh, once, yeah, well, yeah, once, once you're uh, aware of the reality of the world we live in, like, Phil and I, we know that the, you know, I, I'm just interested in seeing what the Jewish space lasers start next. Because we know that they started the fires, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so uh, I, I'm not quite sure. Um, I'm pretty sure that they probably caused Tiger Woods' car accident. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. That's probably Definitely. something Definitely. that your space lasers did, yeah. I also think it's bullshit. There was that one scene where Mr. White was explaining everything. Yeah. And then clearly the fucking censors just decide to take that scene out. Like we were yeah. going to get the truth. And by the way, it's bullshit. Because they were going to tell everyone the fucking voter fraud of the machines because of the Venezuelan technology. So, you know what? I'm just tired of the fucking lies is what I am. I am am too. The Hollywood elite, they, they, you know, those two actors from basketball, they got to go down. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and, uh, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about, uh, the running joke. This taking a, completely different turn but silence and violence yeah i'm <laughs> glad that they finally called attention to it that silence is violence because uh you know it's uh it's a, a long-held argument that uh the not saying anything is just as bad as what the people are doing and uh i've always been of the belief of uh you can say that it's wrong to not say anything <laughs> but the person that's actually you know Beating someone Dude. up is the one that's more guilty, but uh, but you know what? Silence is violence. But it, it's one thing for Cartman to use that line. It was a whole other um, who when who, when Mr. Broflovsky said it. His dad, his dad <laughs> used it on him. Yeah, yeah, Kyle's dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who, by the way, isn't that much better because he's like Skank Hunt Forty Two. So, oh, you're right. Talk about silence and violence. Yeah, that's true. Hey, that's a good point. That's a great point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thought, no, I thought I thought it was. Yeah, I thought that that was great. That uh, Cartman is always the one who is using the the social justice warrior terminology and the trigger words. Like he's always the one who is 
the most plugged into these things and uh, utilizing them for his own needs. So, uh, yeah, Cartman was, uh, he was full Cartman last night, which was great. Yeah. So to, to kind of close the loop, Tony, now that you know about Jewish space lasers, if you remain silent and don't tell everyone you ever see that Jewish space lasers exist, you're kind of violent. Like, I'm just as bad as the space lasers, the Jewish space yeah. lasers. Exactly. I, I agree. Yeah, yeah, the JS, JSLs. I, I, I do, you know, uh, the fact that, uh, you know, Ian didn't uh, realize that they were Jewish space lasers uh, is one thing, but he must have uh, appreciated the fact that uh, the entire problem gets solved by uh, Mr. Garrison arranging for, uh, what is it, Air Israel to show up with the vaccines. And yeah. I mean, look, that's something I read about like a month ago that, uh in Israel, their uh, their instances of COVID have fallen eighty nine percent, and they've given it to everyone. They've had they've had so much vaccine in Israel that they're literally giving it to Palestinians now, and they hate them. And they're giving it to Palestinians, uh, and they're giving it to sixteen year olds. That's when you know you got too many. They're like, oh, just give it to the kids. That'll be fine. <laughs> just raining you know? vaccines out there. Oh, yeah. I know. And I thought it was great that the one guy's like, well, why don't you go to Israel? I tried. I can't go. <laughs> yeah, that was a good I thought job. that was great. Yeah. yeah. Well, to be fair, uh, I don't think Ian will admit, you know, I think Ian is part of the Hollywood elite. And so he'll deny, 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 as they all do. I mean, he's a, he's a filmmaker, you know? Yeah. I mean, look, we, we know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he Just won here. South by Southwest last year. And, you know, he's, he's upset that he was on... He was on par to go win an Oscar. It really was. Mm-hmm. So until the pandemic, which was brought down by the Chinese. So Yeah, well, you're talking about the you're talking about the, the China virus or Wuhan flu. Uh, precisely. Yeah. Precisely. <laughs> that tried to bring down the Jews to expose the Hollywood elite. Mm. And that's why I'm the Jews fought Hollywood. back. That's why the Jews fought back with their Jewish space lasers to try to bring it down Hollywood. That's why the only the fires were in California. Mm. You might be onto something. It's, yeah, it's tricky. Yeah. It's tricky. Yeah, conspiracy brain right here. Uh, real yeah. quick, conspiracy. What, what a dirty word. I mean, I mean, yeah. The yeah, truth. You, you mean the truth. the truth? Yeah, the truth. The truth hurts. Truth hurts. The truth with a Q in there somewhere. Um. So I just want to harken back to the uh, the whole how I love that the the whole lasers thing. I love how when they're like, let's go, and they 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 go off screen, and then they're in the tundra all of a sudden. And then, like, the, I just love the whole breaking of the fourth wall. And that's something that maybe I haven't seen enough South Park, but that's something I've never seen in South Park myself. I don't know if you guys have ever seen something like that before. But I really, I really enjoyed that. I found that very interesting. When I'm like, oh, these guys are breaking the fourth wall and, and using it as a gag within the, within the story of, of what's going on. I thought it was fantastic. I think they've done it to a lesser extent as far as I re- I mean, certainly like even the pandemic special, just the nods of like, oh, no one likes the pandemic special. Come on. So I think yeah. there's kind of nods. And, and I'm sh- I, I remember them doing specific moments, but I can't like recall them. Enough. No, like, but I would, I would agree that this is the most blatant, you know, and right. it's, uh, it, it goes, it's a technique I've seen on a, on a few shows. Uh, there's an episode of, uh, the animated uh, clerk series, the Kevin Smith cartoon from like 20 years ago that did this. And then it, it goes back to like duck a muck. I think it's a, it's, there's a Warner brothers 
uh, there's like one Daffy Duck cartoon that that breaks the fourth wall. It's a very specific. Uh, but yeah, I think it was uh, it was a good way to use it, you know, especially uh, with Mr. Garrison being the one who is sort of you know kind of dealing with all that. So my balls yeah. are freezing. <laughs> that was great, <laughs> and also the fact that they and I was actually thinking about the fact that they animated that huge penis, and I'm like, <laughs> are they going to be you know like like. This show gets rerun at like 5 p.m. You know, like later, like older episodes. I'm like, they're not going to be able to show this one. You know, are yeah. they going to, are they going to cover it up like uh, covering up Muhammad with a, you know, I mean, I don't know. Who knows what they're going to do, but it's just more like, oh, they can't even, they can't even use this episode, you know, except for like after 10 o'clock or something. Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't think they mind too much. <laughs> no, I don't think they care about that. They're a lot of Comedy Central figured out and, they also know, like, you know, Comedy Central probably won't even be here a year from now. New episodes of South Park will be, like, premiering on HBO Max before you know it. So, yeah. Isn't it, uh, um, you're kind of dialed into the world of this, but, like, um, I, I remember, like, a lot of writers, and I think Matt and Trey fall into this category where they, like, go through the various rules of what's possible and what's not. And it's just completely heinous of, like, wait, we can do this, but not that. So then all of a sudden, yeah. you know, they, they start going after what they can do and just pushing the envelope in such a weird way. And it's like, well, it's within the FCC guidelines. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I, I think that uh, the stuff that they know they can get away with, and it's like, it's funny because there's, there's words that are beeped on South Park, uh, at least when you watch it. I, I don't know. I mean, you guys watched it on HBO Max, so is it is it not beeped when you watch it that way or – not, not on HBO all. Max, but I did also watch it on like the the TV version. Yeah, well, I, yeah, because I I recorded it on YouTube TV, which is that's just like running a DVR, and so uh, there's some words that are beeped, and then there's other ones that you think should have been beeped that weren't. But uh, yeah, it's um, yeah, I think that they they know which envelopes they can push. And then the ones that they couldn't, they probably just nudge a little bit. They don't actually push the envelope. They sort of do that trick where, like, nobody's looking. So they just, like, they just, like, let the envelope nudge a little bit, you know. And uh, I think that they, you know, these last couple episodes that we've had uh, over the last year during the pandemic, yeah, they're definitely plugged into a a few things, I think, that, uh, you know, are, uh, are, are, you know, there's some surprises. Let's put it that way. Well, I, th- I think they do the thing of like, you know, let's say Cartman says something and then Kyle will say like, dude, you can't, you can't say that in school. Why the fuck can't I say that in school? Well, you're not supposed to say, it. you know what I mean? Like they'll just make a whole yeah. bag of like what you're sure. not supposed to do. Um, so, yeah. Um, one of the things I, I want to talk about Miss Nelson, right? So she's like the big key component of this to like basically start. <laughs> Uh, in, in some sense, I, I don't know if it was like recalling the insurrection of them trying to get to the school with the vaccine or not, but um, certainly there was a big standoff and uh, poor, poor Mrs. Nelson, you know, I, I, yeah, it took a very dark turn certainly with her. Um, yeah. And, and now the guy who runs shitty walk is the only Asian character left on the show. So uh, uh, yeah. I, you know, it's uh Probably not accidental, you know, that uh, that they did that. Probably yeah, they, they don't have any, like, Asian kids, huh? Any Asian students, anything like that? 
No, uh, Asians aren't allowed to move to Colorado. It's just weird. Oh. I don't know. It's a it's a holdover from the uh, Mr. Garrison administration. So gotcha. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting. She was marked marked for death from the start with her, uh, yeah. her period. <laughs> yeah yeah i did think it was very funny when she started coughing i you know because you knew what was happening you're like oh that's amazing it's like oh my god i finally get a vaccine you know i thought that was a nice touch for sure which was a great like uh you know it, it went com- i love the complete oppositeness of it right so you have the funeral and then you essentially get into like a sausage party <laughs> ending of them just dancing and um and just shoving all mouth. the old people back into you know, which was great in, in itself. I love uh, I love whenever we get Stan's grandpa of like, hello, Billy. Yeah, we're that, gonna that get was some good, pussy. That was a great callback too. That uh, the, his grandpa who calls him Billy was there. You know, that was great. I love that whole thing how they portrayed the uh, <laughs> the uh, the old people like the very elderly folks, just like running rampant once they got their vaccine they're like yeah we're gonna go to a bar and get some pussy or like they're like what's going on in the in the parking lot and you see an old man on his bicycle on his motorcycle just busting donuts it was so funny oh my god i enjoyed that so much did you say anything because i got too much antibodies in my in my ear okay i thought i was muted so i was like oh no (laughs) yeah what a great line (laughs) such such a diss that was great Got too many antibodies. <laughs> too many yeah. antibodies. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, as we wrap up, uh, any uh, stray observations or jokes or anything? I that... love the. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm not mean to cut you off. I have like a bunch of like highlights I want to talk about. I love the oh, great. little cuties. The little cuties. <laughs> yeah. That was fucking hilarious. Because like cuties was great, and the like, fact was... that they went back, the fact that they went back to to raisins, which had been shut down. I thought it was great to see raisins again. Yes. Mm. Oh yeah, that's right. I just thought it was funny. It's a, it's a good it's a good callback to like yeah, these people who are like QAnoners. What do you like mean these us, people? I mean yeah. People, stop calling stop some, calling us these people. Some people who are QAnoners, or I like to call them uh, Q-tards. Um, they're Truthers. Truthers. That's our word, all right? We get to use that. You don't get to use that. <laughs> oh, yeah, cancel right. yourself, you asshole. Uh, all right, how fucking, about you, you call, you call the, us all, fucking bigoted. Huh? All the cuties out there. How about all the cuties out there? That's fair. I'll take that. Sure. All the, sure. All the cuties out there, the, the, the grown-up cuties, you know, they're, they're raising little cuties like the, like the little girl. Like, that's, that's a... That's a real thing, you know. They're the like they're the 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 parents are indoctrinating the children into believing this these uh I mean you know educating a certain educating right, ed- educating a uh, a generation of people who who knows what they're gonna be doing in twenty twenty years or you know fifteen years from now who knows um. Also, the the tutor nons. I thought I thought that was really that good. Was yeah, like it, I mean, it might be a reflection of how um some Q one honors are are gonna be going after the the young crowd, trying to indoctrinate indoctrinate them into into their uh into the truth. You know, I thought that was fantastic. Um, 
and uh, yeah, that was one of the two things. Oh, the uh, the news the news news announcer guy. Yeah, that that, that was, was really so funny. The that back was... and forth between the news announcers was good. Uh, I I thought yeah, they had some really great moments, and it's uh, you know very very close to home for people who watch a lot of news. You're like you kind of run into that sort of dynamic. Uh, I would say that. There wasn't nearly enough Randy Marsh in this episode, but also he really didn't fit into it. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and he factored into the, uh, the pandemic special. And at least we got to see him at the end. But, uh, yeah, I thought that, uh, I thought that, that, you know, look, I just always want more Randy. But uh, other than that, I think they did a great job. And uh, I, I, I wonder when we're going to get more South Park. You know, are are they going to go back to having like ten episodes in the fall? I think uh, or are they that's the take... plan. I think, yeah. as far as I understand, they so. should take into consideration the fact that we've gotten four half hours uh, in the last year and a half, and uh, that would mean that they owe us sixteen more half hours. However, they want to do it, uh, <laughs> you know. So uh, I'm expecting to collect. Uh, or I can just watch, uh, or I can just watch baseball six times. I I have it on DVD, so why not? That's great. Yeah, you know, I, so, I feel like they'll. I feel like they'll, they're, they're set to return as long as the uh, Jewish uh, space lasers don't mess it up. You know. You mean yeah, censorship? No. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Fucking cancel culture bullshit. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so the the real big thing, how we you know we we started talking about stuff Sabra, so I really need to know. <laughs> Are we gonna do a two two three, alternating weeks? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know three, what? Three four. I, what are we doing here? I, I'm gonna waive my claim to custody. You guys can just split her fifteen no, no, days. No no, a no, month. no 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 no. Steph needs a good life. We all agree Steph needs a good life. I I can't give her the kind of life that you guys can. I can't give her what she needs. Uh, I'm sorry. Our, which, Is which it because Casa which, Bonita's open this weekend and you want to fucking go? It's like got least, a little bit to do with – it's like 80% Casa Bonita, 20% I don't want to wax that unibrow. So, you know, <laughs> uh, it's just – that I couldn't really look. She listen. We can account right. for that in the scheduling. Mm-hmm. You get it All maybe right, like once it. every six weeks. Once every six weeks, you would have to. All right, that's fine. Yeah, I. I. I but I just want her for an afternoon. I don't want to put her to bed. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I can't afford a glam squad. I'm sorry. I... <laughs> All right. So, uh, so, but that means that she's moving in with Phil. <laughs> There you go. Who Phil. said affording a glam squad? Listen, guys, 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 guys. You just, <laughs> you, you just, I don't know. You, you just take some uh, scotch tape and like really, really put it on there, you know, and just some gorilla glue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hear that works really great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And poor oh Kenny. Poor Kenny. Just I know. Poor Kenny. I, I do love that. The, was it wasn't just this episode that when they want you to understand Kenny, it's, there's no problem understanding him. They have <laughs> him speak very clearly sometimes because it, it, the story dictates it. And I always appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I fell for him. And, and I, I thought that was a good, good touch in general of like, just, you know, obviously I, I think as much as it was about the kids mental health and like keeping their friendship, obviously I think it extends out to the greater world. Yeah. 
So sure. I appreciate that touch. All right. Well, I think we, you know, we haven't touched about on anything, you know, we certainly there's things that we missed, but, uh, but we've talked long enough. Um, and as we wrap out, let more, you know, just update the people. What have you been doing? I don't even know, you know, what, what, what sort of experiments in the basement have you guys been up to? Have, you know, there's a guy who built the blockbuster instead of fixing his wife's, uh, oven, you know? So like, I don't, what are you guys up to? Tell the people where, well, I did that, but it was a Hollywood video instead of a blockbuster. So it's almost hey, the same thing. You know? I'm with I mean, you. Right? That's, that's, you know what I'm that's saying. That's what I grew up with, actually. I grew up going to Hollywood video. <laughs> I, I grew up on Tommy K's video, which was a very East Coast, uh, Connecticut thing. So not very. Yeah, I, I mean, I had uh, non-chain. Uh, I, I grew up in a little town of like 3,000 people, but we had like four video rental places in that little resort town. But uh, anyway... Uh, well, let me put on my chin diaper uh, while I talk to you guys uh, in uh, true uh, South Park fashion. There you go. Uh, now it just looks like a, it looks like an Abe Lincoln beard. No, um, I, so uh, I uh, I do uh, I do some of the shows that people might know me for. Uh, that uh, while the uh, while the AfterBuzz TV uh, hiatus continues, uh, you can find. Me on my YouTube channel, the Blackcast YouTube channel, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-D. We have a political show, which we have changed the name to Biden Time. Thank you. Hey. Uh, and we do a show called Marvel Movie Talk, which is a brand new show, not a show with a similar name. is is Marvel Movie Talk. We've, uh, we, uh, did, we've acted as like an after show for the last uh, nine episodes of WandaVision. We'll do mm. the same for Falcon Winter Soldier, so find us over there. And I do a podcast, uh, the regular podcast that I've been doing for, uh, we've just posted our 425th episode. Congratulations. Because uh, <laughs> I've been doing it for eight years. So oh uh, we're at the point where we have more episodes than we have listeners and uh, we haven't <laughs> ever been happier. If people would like to follow me on Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Christian DMZ. So you smoked awesome. a big blunt on like, uh, like while recording that, right? Because your 400... Uh, when we did 420, uh, there, uh, the, there. I'm trying to think of something funny, but uh, we, I, I had, I had a, I had a, I had some blueberry edibles, uh, and uh, Those are great. It just, it, yeah. Well, I took a really good nap after we finished <laughs> podcasting. Let's put it that way. Hey, oh, well deserved. Yeah. Well deserved. Well, I just want to applaud you, Christian, because unlike the fucking school system in L.A., you have not abandoned your kids. <laughs> My what? Your kids. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> your cuties. Ah, you haven't, you haven't, you haven't abandoned your cuties. Maybe you refer to them as your cuties. Hello, cuties. <laughs> I never stopped sending my kids to school. The school was closed for five months, but I'm like, you guys figure it out. I'll be back at five o'clock. <laughs> that is great, parent. Listen, I love, I love the ingenuity, the resourcefulness, and, and the will to make them grow up. That's great parenting. Yeah, I would give, I'd give them a Taco Bell gift card every day and be like, you know what, I'll see you, I'll, I'll see you in a few hours. Yeah, kids yeah. today, they're fucking spoiled. They're fucking babied. It's yeah. like... You know, it's like, God, 13-year-old pubescent boy, can't you just wipe your own ass already? Like, come on. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. I think he's talking to you, Tony. 
I am oh, talking to me. Tony. Be Tony. Hey, yo. Hey, I'm 27. And I can. What do you need me to come over to wipe your ass? Is it is it that dirty? Is it? I'm two weeks muscle? overdue, buddy. Uh, All right. <laughs> <laughs> later. This is not good. I'm almost. I'm. I'm about to pass out from the uh, the smell of it. Um. So. <laughs> um. Me. I mean. Oh well. You and I started like a little thing. You know. On on Clubhouse. Every uh, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Uh, well, we can't say time. every. Listen, we try uh, every Wednesday. Wednesday. You know, check our feed. Check our Instagram feeds on uh, on when we'll, we'll, no, we'll hit up. Tell them to go to club. Don't tell them to check this, to check that, then to get on. Go to Clubhouse. That's it. And we're there. Go to Clubhouse. Go to Clubhouse. Go to Clubhouse. Also, you can find me on Instagram at Tony B. Tony, uh, spelled T-O-N-Y. B T O E K N E E. Um, you know, I've been I've been sharing some poetry on there and just like just trying to give off good vibes to the world, you know. And uh just uh be you can you can kind of witness my growth and uh, my development as a as a, a human being and hopefully you get a little something out of what I post and what I share as well. Um but right now, yeah, I'm just I'm just working currently in the process of getting another job and hopefully eventually um, I want to get in the process of becoming a life coach. So hopefully I can get the ball rolling on that. But first, I need the money. But that's what I'm working on right now. And, you know, some side projects here and there that still need some working on too as well. But, yeah, that's what I've been up to. I've got some organizations you can volunteer for. I'm down. They're, Do it. You know, Jewish space laser type. Um, yeah. You know, or, you know, Margie, Margie Taylor Green, she needs uh, – you know, she doesn't have any committees, um, but uh, she needs some people. You know, pay's not great, but yeah, she's probably she's probably going to run for Senate next year. So you know, you know, you want to you want to get behind uh, an important cause that uh, that you believe in. Yes, I or do. MAGA Pact. MAGA Pact. There, there's going to be opportunity sure. there. You know, lots of money to be raised there. Well, um, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Yeah. <laughs> wait, hold on, hold on. Christian, is he saying he doesn't want to support our one true president? No, I, I, I think that uh, he's afraid to say it, but he, he's not saying that he wouldn't. Because uh, he thinks the mainstream media is going to cancel him? Yeah, he's afraid. I get it. I would be okay. Listen, okay. If, if I, yeah. I, we're going to work fair. on that. We're going to work on it. Listen, as long as you, like, just, just wink, you know, I, I get it. We'll, we'll work on it. You're a little scared of the mainstream media, so we'll work on it. We'll work on it. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> Um, <laughs> thank you for joining us. As always, you can leave a comment down in the comment section or hit us up on all the social media. They've told you theirs. Mine is at Phil Svitek. Very simple. We'd love to converse with you. Uh, and if you be respectful, we'll be respectful. If you troll, guess what? You will get the troll wrath right back. I will go skank hunt 42 on your ass. Mm. So, and yeah. trust me, Tony knows how deep I can go with my trolling. Oh, yeah. pretty, pretty deep. Pretty deep, pretty <laughs> deep. Uh, so thank you for joining us. Hopefully this was as fun for you as it was for us. Stay clear of Jewish faith. That's what we have. Peace out, y'all. I'm gonna jack it where the sun always shines. He's gonna jack it. Been spreading the word and now I need to ease my mind. Jacking it home. Been planting them apple seeds and while the apples grow, I'm gonna go out jacking it in San Diego.
jacking it, jacking it, jacking it, jack. Spanking it, jacking it, spanking it, smack. I don't need no shirt, no. Gonna take damn pants right off. He's about to jack it. On such a bright day, who needs underwear or socks? Jack it, jack it, hold. Been around God's country, and there's one thing I know. There's no better place for jacking it than San Diego. <laughs> 